Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, May 31st. We're officially into June. Starting tomorrow, June is a huge month around here. June is the end of the kids' school year. It's my son's birthday on June 5th. It's my birthday on June 11th. It's my sister's wedding on June 4th. It is... uh, holiday. I leave. I go to Israel. I go to Greece. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm just talking to you guys over on the Facebook group and I just, I'm setting up my text messaging. So make sure if you want to stay in touch with me to join the Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group, follow over on TikTok and on Instagram. And of course here on YouTube, I will hope to post as many updates from that amazing trip. I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, you guys. Welcome to Daily Dose of Donna. I just saw an old friend of mine at yoga this morning. And I haven't seen him in a long time. And he was like, what are you doing right now? What's going on? He doesn't follow me on Instagram or anything. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, we have a lot of June 11th. We have a June 11th birthday. Vicky, happy birthday on June 11th. Um, So I was talking to him and I was like, well, I have a daily pop culture show and it's super fun and I'm having a good time. And he was like, shut up. That sounds so amazing. It's so, it's so interesting. The whole process of telling new people like, about your show because um like I, you guys know this about me I'm 41 turning 42 mom of two used to be a casting director like what am I doing and I love every second of it so I appreciate you guys as always to be here and be part of the show what's up Darlene hey everyone as you guys know the show Daily Dose of Donna is sponsored by Ilya Ilya.com, that's Ilya Wines, and now they have beer. Ilya is a beautiful wine company owned by, her name is Layla Joy Williams. She lives in Spain. She's from New York, so she's American, but now lives in Spain since the whole COVID time, and she has created the most beautiful wines that not only are fantabulous, but they ship right to your door just so nice, right? That they get right to your door and you can use my code daily 20 for 20% off. You've got to try it just for fun. If not just for, you know, to support me or buy someone a gift. If you don't yourself drink now, someone on my TikTok, Luna Bella says, I want to try the beer. The beer is so good. And I'm not a huge beer drinker. Like I can drink a beer maybe on a Sunday if it's really sunny, but my husband and I opened up these beers last week and they're so good. It's like sweet a little bit. I loved it, loved it, loved it. But welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Ilya.com. I appreciate you, Ilya. Go try their drinks. And she's going to have a bunch of other things coming out on that, um, under that umbrella. So Ilya.com, use code DAILY20. Thank you so much. Let's move on with the show Okay, so bunch of things. We're gonna. This is the this is the roundup for today's show. Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start with some like in the news. Okay, some things that I just like wanted to pull out because what happens is if I get really deep into the main show, which is Real Housewives of New Jersey, I want to talk and a little bit more Summer House and stuff. And of course, Vanderpump. And of course, and and and. Um, I always end up forgetting to get back into these like little stories and I don't want to forget because that's 
my job here is to bring you guys all the little fun, juicy celebrity gossip and, and stuff, you know? So let's start with a couple of like reality things. So reality, um, Erica, Erica Jane, Erica Jane is yes. And thank you guys for tapping on the TikTok. Make sure to tap. And then it like promotes the show to more people. So Erica Jane was pictured in Las Vegas walking with an older man. And as we all know, Erica Jane from Real Houses of Beverly Hills, she was famously married to Tom Girardi and he is now arrested and God knows where. And she was very heavy implicated into that case. And now it seems like she is all good and she is very, very skinny. And also uh, coming up with some sort of Las Vegas share residency or something along those lines. We'll see what how that goes. So she was pictured on uh, what we thought was a date. It looked like a date with an older man. Now she has come out and said, that's ridiculous. This is Jim Wilkie's, Wilkes, Wilkie's. He's also an attorney and he was a, um, he was with, you know, helping, he's helping me out with the case and he's married and whatever. So we can put those Erica dating rumors to bed. If Erica gets together with another man, like in a serious relationship, I would be really hard pressed to believe that she would go for another like older guy. Maybe that's just me. I feel like Erica Jane, if anything, is going to go for someone a little bit more appealing, maybe even younger than her. The problem with Erica is I think she's probably tapped out a little bit with some finances. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure she's making a good amount of money for Real Housewives, and I'm sure she's making a good amount of money for her Las Vegas shows, but I know that she's definitely been needing money, right? Like, all these people, they just need so much money to pay back whatever they, you know, they owe in these court cases. So how are we feeling about Real Houses of Beverly Hills? Are we excited about it? I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm not. I'm sure I'll get there. But that show has gone so downhill for me in the last few years. Sorry, I'm so thirsty. I just did a hot yoga class where I was literally drenched pouring, sweating, soaking. My entire body was like a waterfall. So now I have to hydrate. Um, yeah, lots of you guys on TikTok saying you're not excited for it. Now I will say a lot of people think that, you know, because Lisa Rinna is gone, now the show is gone. Lisa Rinna was part of the reason I couldn't stand the show at the end. So I used to watch it obsessively, like in the Lisa Vanderpump days, right? The Brandy Glanville, Lisa Vanderpump days, Kim Richards, like there was nothing better. That was prime TV. And then it just really started to go downhill. The second LVP left, Lisa Rinna like heavily leaned into her villain era. Um, the whole Denise Richards thing was a little bit off for me. I'm just not interested in the show anymore. I thought this was funny though. And we'll talk about Real Houses in New Jersey in just a moment. I thought this was funny how on Jersey, Melissa said to Teresa in the reunion, like, Oh, no, no, no. Teresa said it to Melissa. Let's be like Beverly Hills. Okay, let's just talk one at a time. And Melissa's like, there is nothing about you that's Beverly Hills. I just thought it was so funny. Um, yeah, they definitely came for Denise. It felt very like yucky. I didn't, I really didn't like the, you know what? It's a bad sign. I stopped watching half the season in the time where um, Yolanda was on the show and it was the Munchausen syndrome season. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do this. Like, I, I, I'm out, right? Okay, so there's that. Let's talk about um, a couple other little things. Yesterday, there was like a big post on some sort of Facebook group, and it went around, and a lot of people were talking about it, that potentially they see, 
they saw Raquel. There was a spotting of what looked like to be Raquel, Rachel, at an airport in Jacksonville, Florida, and she was pregnant. And everyone was like in a tizzy, right? Like, oh my gosh, Rachel is there. She's pregnant. Uh, whatever. She is absolutely, oh my gosh, thank you, Katie, for subscribing. I don't know what that means on TikTok, but I'm going to check it out. Appreciate you. So, um, so Raquel, this, this video and like a couple pictures were so like hard to see. You couldn't see the front of her face, right? You only saw the back of her. I can guarantee you right now, no matter what, that's not Raquel. Number one, her body doesn't look like that, pregnant or not. Number two, the way she was walking looked off. She was with a, like a cute guy. It just literally looked like a woman who was pregnant, like going on vacation with her husband. That's honestly what it looked like to me. I could see like a little bit from the side profile, like maybe, maybe not. But even if Raquel was pregnant, which I still don't believe ever was the truth, but even if she was pregnant, she was, um, she wouldn't have been that big. I mean, in this video, she had six months, at least seven months pregnancy. She's waddling. I'm like, they filmed the reunion in March. That's April, May. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. And she was smoking and vaping at the reunion. So let's please not get back on this pregnancy train. I still think Raquel is MIA. We know that Tom Sandoval supposedly was talking to her on the phone, but we don't know where she is. We don't know what's going on with her. And honestly, I mean, I'm just excited for the reunion to be over, to be honest. I want to watch tonight. I'm curious if they're going to give us anything good. And then next week, and then like, I think we all need a cleanse, right? We all need a, just a cleanse of Vanderpump. Now, speaking of Vanderpump though, Jax Taylor had an article in Rolling Stone today where he basically was saying, I'm ready for my comeback. Why am I so obsessed with Jax, guys? I was watching season two and season three of, um, of Vanderpump over the weekend if you watch my TikTok, I was like trying to figure this out. And like Jax was a horrible, horrible ass. Like he's so cute in that season two, man. I'm like, I get it. Wait, but then there was this one scene when Tom Sandoval was talking to Kristen Doty and the rumor was that she was cheating on him, right? With Jax or she had cheated on him. And Tom Sandoval was doing his best to not believe the, that, this rumor. And Kristen was doing her best to say like, no, I promise I'm not lying. I swear on my whole family. I did not have sex with Jax, which she did, which is just crazy to think about and how embarrassing to have that on TV that you swore, swore on your whole family. But then Kristen Doty, I mean, then Tom Sandoval was like, I just, it doesn't make sense because like Jax smells so bad. His breath is so gross. He smells so bad. Like I don't even think he showers. And I thought to myself, this is crazy the way that the show just like circles the same story because how many times now, and maybe that's why Jack says Tom Sandoval smells like, um, you know, cigarettes and Red Bull and, and coffee and beer and Cheetos. They like, they just like are having it out for each other because, you know, oh, thanks, Katie. Oh my God. Shout out to Katie Book, my doser. She watches every single show and she says the best relationships I've had in life were with people I didn't like at first and you won my heart. Oh my gosh. Why didn't you like me at first, Katie? That, I, you know, the comments on YouTube, you guys crack me up. This is a TikTok comment, but this is the comments on YouTube are so funny. Like some people leave comments like you're horrible. Like, it's so mean. Why? What did I do to you? What did I do to you? Um, yeah, Sebastian says they all deserve what happens to them. They are all horrible people. I mean, listen, 
I went to a yoga class the other day. This is like such a yoga conversation today. And the teacher said, what's done is done. What's in the past is in the past. The one thing we can control is what's next and the ending. I don't think you can actually control the ending, but you can definitely control the future. Raise your hand if you've ever made a mistake. How many hands can I raise? Right? Like I've made a mistake. I've messed up. I've done bad things. Like I think all of us have. Um, Oh, it's so sweet. You guys are so awesome. I love my dosers. I think that, I think that so many of us have made mistakes and that show is based on mistakes and Tom Sandoval, you know, Andy Cohen was on an episode of not skinny, but not fat yesterday, which is a podcast. And, um, and I think he recorded it probably a few months, a few weeks ago, but he said, you know, Tom Sandoval made a mistake that he'll probably regret for the rest of his entire life. And the war is, it's got to stop. Like we need to take a second and get back. Like the mob mentality is over the top. I believe it will be this way until the end of the reunion. And then hopefully we can just move on. And someone else on another reality show needs to do something horrible like Louie. Let's, let's get into Real Houses in New Jersey. Are you guys ready? So tell me. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Did you guys watch the reunion? last night. Episode one of the reunion came out and I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Shocker. Okay. Number one, the way that they all dress is like, they are the bells of the ball. It's actually, I have to say they all looked for the most part, gorgeous. They were in the mix of like ice princess, like, like skating queen. Maybe they were on an, um, a Disney movie, like a Disney. I felt like Rachel Fuda looked like Belle. And then Danielle, the new Danielle looked like Elsa. <laughs> they were very, very, oh my gosh, you watched twice. Okay. You're going to have to help me if anything, if I forget anything, because I'm sure I'll forget stuff. I don't do full recaps, but I just give you, give you my thoughts. I thought they all looked phenomenal. Did anyone not look good on that reunion? In fact, I will say, and I say this with love because I think she's beautiful. I think Melissa didn't look her best. I thought Teresa looked stunning. Teresa with short hair and those arms. I mean, she looks good. Oh, Jen Aiden. Jen Aiden, I didn't love that dress. It felt very um, like Persian mother at a wedding vibes. I, I, I wasn't a big Jen Aiden dress fan, but everyone else to me looked really, really pretty. Yes, I saw the Bodito Bo TikTok. Okay, so... So a couple thoughts, and I just want to give you guys a heads up of where I come from, because a lot of people are, they are, it's the Ozempic reunion. Yes, they were all very skinny. So, um, so I will tell you this, the beginning of the show, I personally was never like so, so attached to Real Houses in New Jersey after a few seasons. Like I watched the first few seasons and then like around the time where Marge and Dolores came in, I kind of was in and out. And so this season was my first season really fully back. And I started watching in January and I really, oh, you don't think Marge looked good. Curious from YouTube, YouTube and whoever's listening. What did you guys think? So 
I will tell you this. It's not like I missed a lot because the Teresa Melissa storyline is literally the same, like has not changed. It's the same. But I didn't come into this season with like a strong feeling team Melissa, team Teresa. Now I'm curious from those of you watching, whether it's live or on YouTube, did you start the scene as team Melissa or team Teresa and flip at any point? Did you find yourself, because I know a lot of people that watch these shows, you start the season being obsessed with one person and then they have a shitty season and now all of a sudden you're not into them. So did you guys ever flip? Because I do think that some Team Teresa's turn into Team Melissa's at the end of this season. And Teresa, I will say, and I've said this before, and I, I will also feel very strongly that Teresa's good TV. And you have to remember, sometimes the worst people on TV are the best people on TV. Remember this, you guys. So for example, Lindsay Hubbard. She's not a very likable person. She's kind of a monster. She's good TV. Without Lindsay Hubbard, Paige, I mean, Summer House would be a pretty boring show. Um, Real Housewives of OC. I truly believe the show suffers without Vicky. I know you guys can't stand her, a lot of you, but I do think it suffers. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple other ones. LVP on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think when she left, the show left. Um, I think that there's there's certain people on these shows that are necessary, and I don't know about Teresa not being on the show. However, arguing with Teresa, which is really funny because Teresa and Alexia from Rojas of, of Miami are so similar, and it turns out that Louie tried to hook up with Alexia before he even met Teresa, which is just so interesting. But I will say that Teresa... Arguing with Teresa feels like when I argue with like my seven-year-old. And the reason why is because she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen and she doesn't take accountability. And that to me is probably the hardest thing in the world to argue with someone that literally just is convinced and sure of and not open and, and interrupting and constantly just like almost decided that they're, they've done no wrong. Kind of like when I argue with my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's hard. It's really, really hard. And Alexia is the same. You talk to Alexia and she's like, mm -hmm, and, and, and. Like, she's already thinking about what's next to say. And there's no listening. And in order to have a real conversation with someone, you have to speak and then listen to speak again. And it's not just being quiet. It's actually listening, right? So Teresa doesn't have the listening gene. So the reunion starts out, I will say the Joe Judice part was so cute. I I, I, think, I, th I don't know why. I just, I, I love how he's always like, use, use. That's like a New Jersey thing, huh? You's got to have a good day. Have a good day, use. Um, I mean, it was crazy timing that her phone rang exactly right then. Uh, okay, so yesterday. So we spent a little bit of time, obviously, immediately going into Teresa and Melissa and the drama right? Immediately. What I thought was interesting was Teresa went into this reunion, not like at first she said, I'm ready for the next chapter, which I thought naively, maybe that means I'm ready to like move past again from the drama and let's be friends. But I think she's like, and she made it very clear, like this is the end of it. This is the end. We don't talk after today. So she went into that show 
that reunion ready to go, ready to battle and ready to decide that like Melissa is done and out of her life forever. And I think that that is, you know, that's a different kind of side of Teresa. Cause I feel like in the past, we've always seen like Teresa try and be like, let's just make this better. We got to make this better. Just Melissa too. But they basically have decided at this point. I personally think, I mean, what do you think was the final straw that Melissa and Joe didn't go to the wedding? That was it. Melissa and Joe just didn't go to the wedding. Teresa's, uh, Teresa's, the one thing about Teresa that is so likable about her is her as a mother. I truly believe the relationship she has with her daughters is the only like real redeeming characteristic that Teresa still has for her. Other than that, I worry about any of the other thing. Oh, the rumors about Melissa kissing a guy in the car. Let's talk about that for one second. Was anyone else confused why this was such a big deal? I'm so confused. What I don't like about these shows, Summer House included, is when they're like, why did you talk about it on camera? You shouldn't have brought it up on camera. Well, it's because it's a damn reality show. If I come up, if I have some really good gossip, I'm not not telling the podcast. This is the job. You're hired to bring the drama. And if you have a situation, and we're going to get more into if Danielle was, um, you know, set up to bring the story to Melissa at the finale. But Melissa and her husband already knew about the rumors. Who gives a crap that it was done on TV? Honestly, you can say anything to anyone. But at the end of the day, who cares if the rumor is not true? That's the thing that I don't understand. The only reason that these people are so upset is because I worry that there's truth to the rumor. The reason why Tom Sandoval freaked the F out every time there was any sort of bad news or rumors is because he knew there was truth. So he yelled at people. He got mad at people. This is how it works, right? The way it works. Oh my gosh, Darlene. Thank you so much. Darlene is like my doser cheerleader on TikTok. She's welcoming everyone in. So cute. Um, exactly. Melissa can bring up Louis stuff and go after Teresa. Okay. Well, uh, so here's the thing. We can all bring up things and say rumors until the cows come home on reality shows. Why do you get so upset? If someone came up to me, the only person I give a crap about if there's a cheating rumor is my husband, right? But if Lance and I already have talked about this six months ago in private, who cares if they bring it up? I would say, yeah, this rumor was already out there. We're good. The only reason to get really upset about rumors getting brought up is because I do believe when there's smoke, there's fire. With the Sandoval situation, when there was smoke, there was fire. With any of these. If there is a constant rumor about you cheating on your husband, I would look into that. Just saying, okay? Now, that being said, Melissa lost her shit on Teresa at that finale. And I understand, you guys are real team Melissa here. So please don't come after me. I'm not team Teresa. I'm just explaining that from someone that's watching that doesn't have like a strong team Teresa, team um, Melissa, well, okay, Melissa, so Christina's saying you're wrong. Melissa got upset because Teresa had a hand in bringing it out on camera. Well, that's what she thinks. How do we know? Okay, seriously, I'm not joking. If anything, Melissa should be mad at Jen Aiden because Jen Aiden had that conversation with Danielle. Now, maybe Teresa had a, a plant in it. Okay, it's possible. It's possible. But it was so assumptive. Like such an assumption in that moment that Melissa went after Teresa, like it's because of you. But that's the problem is that literally Melissa's, you know, 
Melissa could break her leg and she thinks it's Teresa's fault. And Teresa could fall down the stairs and she thinks it's Melissa's fault, even if they're in completely different countries. These two hate each other. So no matter what is against the two of them, they're going to blame the other. Did Teresa have a hand in that conversation between Danielle and Melissa in that finale? Possibly, but not definitely. And even if she did, this is a show. This is a show. And Melissa, and Melissa hates Louie and hates Teresa just as much as Teresa, but she just has a better approach. Melissa has a better approach. She comes off more mature. She comes off more sensitive. She comes off more, we want the best for the family. And that's why most people are team Melissa, because Teresa lacks that ability. Teresa lacks the ability to be sweet and come at it from a place of like, I love you. And this sucks. Like, I want to be friend. Like, she is just, she's a bulldog, right? She's just ready to go. So yesterday's reunion was really bad on Teresa in my eyes. It didn't look good. Why are we talking about why you got on the show again? Why are we talking about this? I think Melissa and Teresa are both the exact same. Look, I, I am married to Lance. He has a sister. We don't have a relationship really, okay? But it's not because of any like drama. It's just because she lives very far. But I'm trying to think of who else. Um, my Oh, my sister's husband, right? Like she's, you have to, you take your family for what they are. I'm sorry. I sound like Jill Zarin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You take your family for what they are. Mer and I hate to say this, but Melissa does not help the situation. And, and Teresa definitely doesn't help the situation. They both suck, right? They both absolutely suck. And I know that you guys think Melissa's the best, but Melissa's half of this issue. A lot of people don't like their in-laws, but they suck it up for the love of their husband or their wife. I know that you guys are going to really honestly hate me for this, but I think, yeah, I think Melissa is just as bad, but nicer and comes across sweeter. And Teresa is awful and comes across awful. So I don't know. A lot of people saying they aren't equal. Um, I don't know. I don't know when you're still on the show 10 years later and you're still going through the same thing and you, you haven't been the bigger person to just like walk away from it, but you're still finding ways like Melissa likes, you know, yeah, this is interesting. You guys have, yeah, this is interesting. Melissa does have self-awareness and Teresa has none, which is different. So, okay. Andy is very, very frustrated between Teresa and Melissa and is struggling there. And obviously this is going to come to head. And we've heard already that he lost his mind at Teresa at some point. And I don't think Louie is a good person for Teresa. Why couldn't this woman find a good guy? Oh my God. Don't you guys want to just pull your hair out after everything with Joe? Now she found this guy that like was a, a goddamn, he's so shady now, right? So Donna on TikTok is saying, I don't know why Andy keeps Teresa at this point. Because Teresa is good TV. And I say, you know, I'm a former casting director, you guys. You have to remember, I used to work in the industry, not in unscripted. I used to work in scripted TV. But I still understand the importance of having 
of very of, of having compelling characters. If you don't have compelling people on your show, the show is boring. <clears throat> Real House of OC, right? You take the Tamras and the Vickies away from OC and you've got a bunch of bullshit. And I absolutely, absolutely adore Dolores. But is Dolores a TV show? No. Dolores is incredibly, uh, Dolores is a sidekick and I love her. Marge is a sidekick. I just hate to say it. I hate to say it. Teresa, okay, so a lot of people really don't like Teresa. I get it, you guys. That's how I felt about Lisa Rinna. I was like, if Lisa Rinna comes back next season, I can't watch the show. So we'll have to see. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, Jen can't carry the show. Dolores can't carry the show. Rachel Fuda and Danielle can't carry the show. They're all good. Marge can't carry the show. The main reason why we watch the show, and I know that you guys think it's crazy, is Teresa Melissa. Both of them. And Melissa without Teresa is nothing. And Teresa without Melissa is nothing. So I don't know how they can continue the show. What do you guys think? If you had to put money on it right now, what do you think is going to happen on the next season of Real Housewives in terms of Teresa and Melissa? Who's staying and who's going? Or are both staying or are both going? You tell me. For those of you that are new here on TikTok, this is a daily podcast called Daily Dose of Donna. Thank you so much for being here and subscribing. I mean, whenever you watch shows like this and it's just drama and it's family, it just feels like crap, right? Like it doesn't feel good to watch this. Oh my gosh, so many of you guys. So see, this is the craziest thing. I've never seen a more polarizing audience. Literally 50-50 or Teresa or Melissa, Melissa, Teresa, Melissa. Everyone, like you can't, no matter what happens, someone will be upset. People will be upset. If Andy gets rid of both, people will definitely be upset. Gets rid of Teresa, people will definitely be upset. Melissa, people will be upset. Keeps both, people will be upset. We'll have to see what happens. Watch what happens live, right? As Andy says. So um, so what else, you guys? Tonight, oh yeah, the Bo Deedle. So Bo Deedle has this TikTok. Bo Deedle, who was famously um, mentioned in the season finale as the private investigator that Louis hired. Like, crazy? What? Bo Deedle has this TikTok that's going around and I'm telling you, you must watch it. Like just search his name, Bo Deedle. It's hilarious. You've never seen anything funnier on TV, like, or on social media, the internet. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy? It just feels so lowbrow, right? So bad. Ah, uh, you guys, listen, I am here just to chat and just to have conversation and just to connect but I don't want you guys to hate me because of my opinions on these shows. We have to, we have to agree to disagree sometimes on these things because I know the way it works in the comment section. I'm going to get a lot of like, you're disgusting. You didn't hate Teresa. Listen, I'm just a human being. I'm just looking at it. Like I have family and I have sisters and I have in-laws and it's sad. The whole thing is sad as all, but look at us talking about it. Look at the ratings right? You have a boring show. You have no ratings. So got to do it, right? We got to do it. We all have our own opinions. And on Daily Dose of Donna, I, I feel we should all feel free to have our own opinions. Um, what else? Did anything else crazy happen in the, in the season? Uh, I mean, in the finale, Marge. Ugh, Marge is tough for me, you guys. Marge is tough. She's just, and she, she is getting too skinny. And as like, when you get older, you don't want to be that skinny. I'm like, plump your body up a bit. 
She's looking a little gaunt. What do you guys think? Um, we'll have to see. All right, you guys. Uh, oh, and Rachel's Fuda, Rachel Fuda's nose looks better. Did you guys notice that? She had a little bit of a different nose. I'm wondering if she got a second nose job or like it just healed. Because I, fa- I noticed, yes, I know Marge is on Ozempic. Dolores is on Ozempic. Everyone is on Ozempic, including people in my personal life. And now I want to be on Ozempic. I'm having foam, Fozempic, FOMOzempic. They are all on Ozempic, yes, and, and, and loud about it, which I appreciate about the Real Houses in New Jersey's rather than the Real Houses of Beverly Hills. <clears throat> all right, you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your Wednesday. We will be watching the Vanderpump Rules. Thank you for following over here and subscribing and liking and sharing. Daily Dose of Donna, a daily uh, pop culture podcast, reality TV pod, pod, podcast, Monday through Friday. And um, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow, dosers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.